0: I'm your host, Holly Shaw, hypnotherapist, best-selling author, and creativity coach. And you are listening to the Performers and Creators Lab podcast, where we are rallying an army of artists from all over the globe and helping you to find your edge. Do you realize how powerful you are? Do you understand the potential that you have as a creator, as a performer. In episode one of this podcast, I asked you that question. And over the last year, it has been my desire to help you know it, to share with you examples of artists doing it, and to show you just how powerful you really are, especially when you open yourself up to your creative genius to becoming that vessel of creativity and storytelling. Some people call it opening to their higher selves. Some people think of it as communing with God or goddess or spirit, tapping into your creativity. It doesn't really matter what words that you want to use. You can think of it quite simply as plugging into your power. One of the games I like to play with all of my guests is helping them plug into that power. It's called the open channel game. And I ask participants to sink into a relaxed state. Sometimes I talk them there. Sometimes I just ask them to breathe and let go. And then I ask them not to think with their conscious mind, but to allow answers. Even if the answers don't make sense, allow answers to flow out of them. And I give them prompts, questions, words, and I ask the meaning. And everyone, you know, plays a little differently. I play differently with everyone, too. Some people really commit to the process, and some, some, you know, find nonsense coming out along with some really profound poetry sometimes. And some people play from their conscious mind, you know, filtering what they're about to say thinking what might be appropriate, and you can kind of feel that they are filtering their answers. All of these ways are great. There is really no right way to play this game. But I have found... In playing this open channel game myself, that the more I'm able to let go of my own emotional or opinionated stance, the more I'm able to let go of my personal associations, and the more I'm able to just become an unfiltered vessel, the more interesting and creative the answers I get. And at some point during the process, sometimes, if I'm lucky, I can feel that I've tapped into wisdom that isn't anything that me, Holly Shaw, knows. I reach beyond. I reach thought that's beyond my personal preferences, my personal wisdom, my personal knowledge, and it's just more universal. And that is some good stuff. That is what's most interesting to me. And so I wanted to share the open channel game as a separate episode, not just as something that my listeners bear witness to at the end of each episode with my guests, but also something that you can learn to play on your own at home. Anyone can do this, and perhaps you already have been. And so over the next few minutes, I'm going to share my step-by-step process for doing the open channel game and tips for how you can do it most effectively for yourself. Step number one, you want to get your questions or your words ready in advance. And you can do this in many ways. You can have them written on flashcards, or if you really want to get fancy, you can record yourself giving yourself the questions one by one with about a minute of space in between them in order to have time to answer. You could also have a friend or a coach or Or a mentor, someone at the ready to ask those questions. But the idea of having the questions or words ready in advance is you can't be the question and the answer at the same time. Okay, you are trying to resonate with the answer right? And you can't be both of those. And you know, a problem, a solution, they're two different vibrations. So it's not advised to try to pivot between the two. Have your questions in a separate place ready to go. Step two, be sure to record yourself. This way, you don't need to try to remember what you say as you're saying it. Now, this is really important because it allows you to let go a little bit of your witness, which is kind of another way of saying your conscious mind that's always watching and observing. It's really difficult to watch and observe without judgment, Ding, ding, ding. Judgment. So we don't want your judgment, your filters getting in there. So ultimately, you want to get to a place where the watcher or the witness kind of takes a back seat. Maybe just takes a rest completely, checks out completely. And this can happen more easily when you're recording yourself. Step number three. Get yourself into a relaxed physical space and you can do this however feels best to you. Some people have, you know, they have um, ideals about sitting in, you know, um, oh goodness, with your legs crossed. I can't even think of what that is, but you know what I'm talking about. The yoga pose with your legs crossed, how some people meditate. I am really uncomfortable in that position. So, you know, I like lying flat on the floor with my arms outstretched. You can be sitting in a comfortable chair. You can just experiment with different ways that you like to relax. Basically, this is you figuring out what you like. Step number four is once your body is relaxed, you're going to need to relax your mind. And this can be done through hypnosis, through meditation. Or if you don't know how to do either of those things, then that's okay. You can simply focus on your breathing. Just noticing your breath moving in. And out and then simply allowing yourself to settle into your body and relax as much as possible and by giving your mind the task of noticing your breathing you're giving it something to do something to focus on that's rhythmical that can help you lead into a place where your mind is relaxed sometimes the simplest things like focusing on your breathing can really work the best And actually, in the in addition to this episode, I am also going to include a bonus meditation just for this very purpose. So this is going to be a short guided meditation just specifically for the open channel game to get you into the best open space for doing becoming the open channel. All right. And then finally, once you're relaxed, then you're going to present yourself with the questions one by one and give yourself time to answer them. Now, it's best when you try not to filter yourself, but you go with the very first thing that comes to mind. Try not to judge your answer or weigh it or even be impressed or disappointed by it or try to remember it. You can do all of those things later. That's why we're recording it. You want to give it no weight at all, no judgment, good or bad, no trying to remember it. Right now, you are just allowing the answers to come out of your mouth. Some tips for going deeper. Who doesn't want to go deeper? Who doesn't want to do this better? Who doesn't want to have be even more of a clear vessel? transmission. I have a lot to say. There's a lot of things that you might want to consider, especially if you already do this. Here's some tips to help you be more effective at it. Now, just a thought. You don't have to do the open channel game by speaking words out loud only. Some people type, other people sing. Perhaps the wisdom wants to come to you through movement or through music, picking up your instrument. There's many ways that you can allow Inspiration to flow through you, or the muse, or you know, this higher creative genius to flow through you. So, experiment with what you want to do. Also, you may want to start with things that you have less of an emotional attachment to. So, you know, the open channel game is a great game for getting clarity, for seeking counsel from your higher self, but those things can also be the most challenging to get real, true, clear answers to because you're still too heavy in the vibration of the problem itself. So my advice is to practice this open channeling with bigger questions, bigger prompts and ideal ideas, you know, not the problem that you need to work on start with the easy things like what is love? What is, unless you're going through heartbreak, that might be a really terrible one, but start with the bigger things until you're practiced at getting into a deeply relaxed, open space over time. Once you're skilled at this, then you'll be able to seek counsel on your own problems, but start with the easy, easy prompts first. Next thing, this is important to remember the mood you're in always matches the vibration of what you have access to. So this sort of goes with the advice I just gave. When you're angry, when you're deeply depressed, it might not be the time to open yourself up. Just saying. There are... I don't want to give it too much energy, but there are all sorts of things entities, energies, however you like to look at it, flowing around, you know, and uh, when you're not in a good space, don't open yourself up because you're going to attract something else angry, something else depressed, or just simply, you know, nothing dangerous or scary. I don't want to scare you guys, but you're going to attract angry thoughts or depressed thoughts. So it's not really a good time to open yourself up. When you're in that space, I would suggest doing the open channel when you're in a higher vibration, when you're happy, when you're feeling hopeful, when you're feeling, um, love or you're feeling, you know, just in a cheerful mood. That's a better time to open yourself up because you don't want to truck with some of this other stuff. All right. All right. Enough said about that. Um, remember that wisdom comes to people in all kinds of forms. So This is just to remind you, you know, some people are like, oh, yes, I'm clairvoyant and I always see images. And then you say to yourself, well, why don't I see images? Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm not doing it right. Well, that's just baloney, okay? Because you can receive it in however you receive it. Everybody does it a little differently. And the fun is sort of fine-tuning and noticing how is it that that this this open wisdom comes to you. Right. Some people literally hear words. I remember Daria Halpern saying that when she's in a uh, she doesn't call it open channeling, but when she's in a, a creative space, um, an embodied space, asking her body, you know, what's wrong? She's actually has had like whole words, like words, sentences. Uh, she hears them as though she's hearing a voice. Um, you know nothing nothing strange about that It's just like it's a very clear thing for her and some people don't hear it like audibly some people receive blocks of thought that sort of come to them and some people see pictures or colors or images and feel the need to describe that and what comes to mind there is the time that uh, recently that I interviewed the artist Kate White from episode 48 writing to freedom beyond this prison. Kate is a painter, okay? And when Kate did the open channel game, it was all colors and images. She's a painter. I mean, that makes sense. Colors and images are her languages, and so this this made perfect sense. Um, As a dancer myself, I'll often receive blocks of thought, but sometimes um, I receive them, or I've often received them when I'm getting massage, You know, um, when I'm moving, uh, for me, they seem to rise out of different parts of my body. So that's how I experience it. You, yourself, you may experience all of these or just one of these. Everyone is different and it's okay to explore. So just accept it all as a wonderful individual experience and be open to that. All right. So finally, I want to share with you the four components of trance. I shared these in um, the episode I did. How do I get creative without pot? Talking about um, getting into trance, getting into higher spaces. What aids that and here's some things and, and lots of people have written about this. Um, in different ways. And I sort of have experienced this over the years and have written about it in these four different components that I see as being really helpful uh, to creating deep trance. One is the constant. Okay. Okay the constant can be is typically some type of rhythm some type of uh constant um input so this can be music you'll notice when we do the open channel on the show i always play solitude waves by dan cantrell because it has a sort of um a sort of um trancing out sort of uh, rhythm to it right um but it can also be as simple as like You know, you lie in front of your heater on the floor and that constant, those constant heat waves become the constant for you or the hum of the refrigerator or drum beats. Classic, classic, classic world trancer is drum beats, drum beats. So for you, you can pick whatever sort of constant you choose to bring into your space. The next component of trance is the container Okay. The container is the safe space to do it in. So you want to make sure that your space is free of disturbances. Um, and also maybe setting a a set amount of time. You know, I find that oddly enough, and I think I got this from, uh, Tina Landau, the, the viewpoints might've been in the viewpoints book. They articulated it, but, you know oddly enough the more you, if you have a set amount of time people are more willing to go deep deeper because because you you you're not afraid that you're going to kind of just float off into the ethers with and never come back right you have like a set amount of time you're not going to waste time you're just going to go in go deep get it get out um so that's a container is the space the time, the expectation. So if you're doing the open channel with other people, helping them to understand what to expect, that's also considered the container. The third component of trance is the witness. And the witness is often a coach or a listener. The witness when we're on stage is an audience. You ever notice sometimes you Boy, you go to places you never would have gone just when you're practicing because the audience is there kind of drawing it out of you. Um, in this case, maybe your your witness is your tape recorder or your video recorder. So anything that's there to kind of, like I said earlier, capture it so you don't have to, so you can let go. The witness serves the purpose of holding that space so you can really fully let go. And then fourthly, the fourth component of trance is finally the vessel, which is you creating an open space inside yourself where the wisdom can drop in. So if you're in a state of self-criticizing or worrying, or you have a lot of busy thoughts going on, then there isn't that aligned, clean space for the messages To come through. So think of clean, clear water trying to work its way through a craggly, muddy, polluted hill of rocks. It takes forever. It would take forever for that water to find its way through all those jagged cracks. And then once it does, once it's received, it's dirty and it's not clear. Right. Water has a way of working its way through, just like wisdom, creativity does have a way of finding its way through the cracks, no matter the barriers that you put up. Right. But it's going to be dirty. It's not going to be clear. And ultimately, what you want to be is a waterfall, just clean, powerful water falling directly into you with no negative doubting or judgmental thoughts to muddy that message. Um, and one way you can clear your thoughts, if you find yourself trying to relax and you're just remembering your to-do list, have a piece of paper and a pen handy nearby so you can just jot down those things. Oh, I got to remember to do this when I'm done. Just jot them down so hopefully that feels like it's taken care of and you get to be the clean, clear vessel for that short amount of time. And if you do find yourself unable to distance yourself from your critical negative thoughts, then it just might be the time to do something else. You know, like I said, don't try to open yourself up when you're not in the mood. Take a walk, take a nap. It's probably not the best time to struggle in frustration or try to channel when you're just not in the mood. And remember, finally, have fun with it. This is not serious business. I mean, the wisdom and the stuff, that the creativity that can come from this can be really seriously cool. But... This is not serious business. And the more light and playful you can be with this, the better. All right, so thanks for listening and be sure to check out that bonus um, bonus episode this week, which is simply the meditation track all on its own. So you can download that and you can use it at the start of your open channel game if that's something that works for you. All right, so happy channeling and let me know how it goes. Connect with me on Facebook on the Performers and Creators Lab community Facebook group or on Instagram. I'm Holly Shaw Sprightly. Also Twitter, I'm at Holly Shaw Create. I hope that you have a lot of fun with this. And thank you for listening to the Performers and Creators Lab podcast. My name is Holly Shaw.